Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? You're a fool, agent. Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt and smoking hash through the ground. Oh, I don't know. There's all kinds of shit. And shower filled with women. Set your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of women's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know? Come up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes? Singing along, fucking along, doing this something to fuck along. Here we go! Hey, this is Chris Jericho Fozzi, and you're listening to And Podcast for All. Order me a cheese pizza, damn it! Welcome back to the Podcast for All. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff? The day that never comes has arrived, buddy. I know. I've been looking forward to this day for so long. And to be honest, I really, really well, enjoyed... we like honesty here. Yeah, we do like honesty. Um, you know, I really enjoyed having Phil on our podcast. I really enjoyed having Mr. Chris Jericho. It was an absolute pleasure to have them on and every other guest that we've had this season. But I got to say, this is what I've been waiting for. This is the episode I think... I've been most excited for since we started. Well, since we started. Well, since we started. <laughs> you know, I agree with you. From the first week with Adam D'Souza, I knew this was going to be cool. I knew the Dream No More setlist was going to be a hit. But as I prepared the last couple of days for this episode, I realized I've put more time into the prep work for what we're about to talk about than I did with Phil and Jericho combined. Easily. Easily. I have been thinking about, because as everybody knows who've been listening, we put our set list together months ago. We put them together. It took us, what, a couple days, and then we said, all right, that's it. We're not touching them. Yep. We've added things like little details of what we want in our show, but as far as the songs picked, we picked those the first three days into the season, and then we've left it. So neither one of us know. We haven't told each other any songs that are on any set, so this is it's a big deal. And I've been, I really had a lot of fun just putting this whole project together. It, that's what it felt like. It felt like a, like a, that high school project that you're like, all right, I finally got that thing that I was I've been waiting to do. You know what I mean? It did feel like a project, but unlike my days in high school, I actually put time and effort into this. And right. I think <laughs> you and I, no matter what the outcome is, deserve an A plus because. A lot more effort went into this than any high school project I ever fucking tackled. Yeah, I would definitely say high school. Maybe maybe not middle school because I, <laughs> I did pretty good in middle school. Not that I did bad in high school. I mean, I graduated with a pretty high GPA. But nonetheless, I had my moments where I was slacking. And yeah, no, this this definitely got a lot more of my attention. The fun part about this season was as the weeks went by, 
keep in mind this is season three, episode 17. The last 16 weeks, it's been cool to see all the effort that our guests and even Chris Jericho, I I think I called him on the spot. I said, dude, do you have a, a, like certain songs or a certain set list? It wasn't an order, but he spit it out, and I thought that was way cool of him. Yeah, it was super cool. I'm I'm glad to to get you know big guests like that to interact with these you know these areas that we we like to chit chat with people about and you know to hear him just spit out 20 songs you know 18 20 songs whatever it was that quickly that was that was cool adam d'souza made it special on the first week i knew it was going to be a hit people took this seriously and the funny part was is how many people told us it was stressful yeah, you know, I, putting the set together itself was not stressful. I found that once I started hearing other people's set lists and, you know, you and I had been talking about it over the weeks, mm-hmm. I felt like, all right, now I want to put a little bit more detail into it other than just the set, you know? Because when I put the set together, I put it together fairly quickly, but I was very specific in the songs that I picked, either the tuning they were in, the way they ended, and the way that they can hang and transition into other songs, like that was very, very specific with that. So everything was very smooth flowing throughout the whole set. But I didn't have a lot of like the little details, like maybe what kind of guitars they were going to use, okay. et cetera, et cetera. And you as have the those week, tonight? I do have those now, you nice. know, and. You know, I even have a couple of audio tracks for examples of what I was hearing in my head <laughs> for transitions for some songs, you know, because I feel like that's going to be part of it. It's like, you know, we can explain it, but when you can really hear something, it's like, all right, now I have this this picture in my mind of what it could possibly be. Funny you say that because I have about three voice notes tracks to share with all of you as well tonight. Yes. See, and this is what's great is because I knew... Not that, not to take away from any of the guests that put in. I'm gonna in, laugh if ours are like identical. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to take away from any guests that put in the time and the effort no. to to do these Dream No More set lists. But I feel like you and I definitely really went above and beyond with this because, you know. Well, we came up with the songs fast, but we've had right. 17 weeks to add detail to it. And right. honestly, some of these guests had less than 24 hours to spit these out, and they absolutely crushed it. Oh, they crushed it, every single one of them. Um, the first week, Adam D'Souza from the uh, New England area, he opened with Frantic and closed with Live is to Die. I knew we were onto something good when that happened. Yeah, when you're opening with, for me... A Saint Anger track that is that's something special, and I knew I was like, all right, maybe maybe we're on to something here with this whole idea of creating your own set list. Nico from New Mexico wanted to close with Justice. The following week, Jason Garkowski opens with the struggle within. My kind of guy. Closed with so what and puppets, right? I'd pay to see that show. Oh yeah, absolutely. We even had Zari on, and she talked about Saint Anger. Yeah, she had a short set list, and that's all right, but it had St. Anger, Bleeding Me, you know. Both, I put both those songs in a set for me at any time, and that's a good a good show for me. And then our bass player shows up on episode five and has five instrumentals. I don't think he's into singing that much. No, he's not. But you know what? Hey, I like instrumentals, and I don't mind playing Orion live and, you know, jamming onto some To Live Is To Die. 
but yeah five instrumentals that's kind of a lot and i do i do recall that we've gotten a little bit of hate mail or i should say <laughs> i shouldn't say we've got i mean it's been sent it's, to us but it's not to us it's to him it's to pizzle Old and, pizzle we have something for your inbox <laughs> I don't want to take away from his set list because I actually loved his set list and I would play it in a heartbeat. And I oh know, god, his was solid. I know it would be a fun set list, but I can see where a lot of people are coming from, especially if they are, you know, going to see a Metallica show. But remember, people, this is his dream set list, not your dream set list. Yeah, who controls your nightmare, dude? Pizzle had five instrumentals, including pulling teeth, uh, Crash Course, The Prince, and he also closed with "Live Is to Die." Yeah, and you know what? Any day of the week, I would play that set list. Tommy from L.A., remember the nurse? I do. And uh, Jeff, the old radio DJ in college, both had the Unforgiven trilogy. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I'm surprised, but not surprised. Like I knew we were going to see all of those songs at some point. Oh, God, but yeah. To, but to see... Two set lists with the full trilogy in it. That was that was pretty cool. Derek Petrella, that um, TikTok YouTube drummer from, I believe he's up in Canada. One of the favorite moments of the season is when he said, the other new song. <laughs> yeah, the other new song. You know, it's funny because I really... When, I love that. When putting my set together, I really contemplated, contemplated throwing the new song, you know, Yep. We've got the wrong bass player. I mean, the I wrong the bass player. <laughs> yes, that song, but Cat's Out of the Bag, I didn't pick that song. <laughs> well, now you're just getting ahead of yourself. I know. Um, Jesse Robson, remember the, the guy that named his daughter Talica? Talica, yeah. I knew his was going to be heavy when you opened with Free Speech for the Dumb and closed with Hardwired. And he yeah. also had Murder One. And uh, Black in 2020 as well. That's right. I think he's the only one that picked that. Yeah, he had some rare cuts in there. Yep. Then uh, we moved down the line. I almost said end of the line. That would have been fitting. <laughs> uh, Shara from LAX, the $24,000 Call of Cthulhu call episode. Yep. Uh, I almost need to back up here. He was the sixth person to pick Prince Charming. Where the hell did that come from this season? That song, that was definitely, without a doubt, if we were to do a it was hilarious season three recap highlight, it would be the fact that our guest picked Prince Charming so many times. I would have never, ever put any amount of money down saying that that would have got picked even more than once. It was funny how like the first eight or nine weeks that got chosen like five times and then it kind of died off. Yep. And then I believe Jericho said, oh, that song is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like that song or uh, what was it, Invisible Kid? Yeah, but he had he had some kind of monster on his list. He likes the album Saint Anger. He said there was just a few mm-hmm. songs that were terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Zimmerman, our uh, sports professor in Mississippi, arguably one of my favorite episodes of all time, still to date. Wow, that was a great episode. I don't know if it's my favorite. I know I would, Matthew's listening, no offense, but that was a blast talking sports with him. That, he, had, he had low man's lyric. That's what did it for me. Yeah, I you know I will definitely agree with that. And, and he also had um, Unnamed Feeling as well, I believe. I believe that's right. So, you know, a little bit of St. Anger, of course. You know, I got to be happy with that. And we talked more Minnesota Timberwolves than we did uh, Short of Straw with him. 
Uh, Jericho came along. We talked about him. And the season pretty much wrapped up with our singer last week. Opening with a little tune called Enter Sandman. Yeah, opening with Sandman. And he also had a unique number in there that he kind of pieced together himself. What was it? Master, Master the Line, I think it was. Master the Line. If you listen to the outro from his episode, you can uh, hear what that actually sounds like. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was a cool idea, and I hope to actually, at least if we don't play it live, give it a shot in soundcheck. I didn't think we'd hear Sandman all season, and leave it to Mr. Christopher. Boom, there it is. He said he wanted all the posers to leave. That's why he opened with it. Hey, you know what? I actually, <laughs> you know what? I said long ago that the song that should not be should it should be Enter Sandman. That being said, obviously we can't get rid of it, but I actually like that song as an opening song. Maybe we're onto something. There we go. 2021. Here comes one opening with Enter Sandman. Did we cover all our guests, all the highlights we wanted to talk about? I think we did. I think we got every guest, yeah. Um, I have some stats here for you. Okay. Uh, 101 total songs were chosen this season. The most popular cover chosen, this surprised me, Blitzkrieg. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't say I don't agree with it. Amazing song. It's definitely an amazing jam. Ready for the most popular pick of the season. All right, what was it? Creeping Death. I mean, there is a reason why. I can understand that. With Creep coming in with the most votes, um, songs that were selected that had more than five votes that surprised me was obviously Prince Charming. Yes, Prince Charming, definitely the highlight of the season. (laughs) Other songs that uh, had five votes or more, Dyer's Eve, Unforgiven 3, Orion, My Friend of Misery, Bleeding Me, Outlaw Torn. I gotta admit, Spit Out the Bone surprised me. That seemed to be every other week we heard Spit. Yep, it was pretty popular. You know, what I was surprised, though, is we didn't hear one throughout this whole thing. The whole thing. I don't think we ever heard it once, did we? You are correct. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me. Maybe you'll hear it tonight. I mean, maybe, but I was just, I was surprised. Uh, Bell's got five. Puppets. Disposable Heroes. And not surprising me, Fixer with five. Yep. Anything else you'd like to add in there, sir? Uh, You know, I do have a question for you. What set list would you like to play out of all of those? As I went through and tallied them up, I think I decided on Nico's or Jericho's. Oh, okay. Because I would have the least amount to learn. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give you that. For those of you that are new to Podcast for All, Jeff and I play in a Metallica tribute band called One, the only tribute to Metallica. And uh, we decided at the beginning of this season, some special show, we're going to pick one of these exact sets to play. Dude, it's hard. To, when you ask me, that's hard. I was oh, joking absolutely. about Nico and Jericho because I wouldn't have to learn much because we've played basically all their sets numerous times. Yeah. I know. should say those songs numerous times, but it'd be kind of fun, like James would say to Frankenstein, all those together of what we heard. I mean, 101 songs we heard out of 17 weeks, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a wide variety, a lot of different jams. It would be, it'd be cool to eventually... Just go through the line and just start playing all of them. You ready to get into this, man? I can't wait any longer. This is this is what we've been waiting for. 
It's exactly midnight on the East Coast. My clock says straight up 12. Just like when Bob rocks is, it's 2 a.m. No one in L.A. is having any fun, so let's fucking rock. Let's fucking rock. All right, man. Start it off. Let's hear what you got. Oh, I'm going first? Uh, you're going first. Okay. Okay. There's going to be a big drum roll intro for this, I have a feeling. I think we should. We'll get the cue sound effects. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shane Obershaw's Dream No More set list, season three, episode 17. It's weird when you introduce yourself. It is weird. Are you ready, Mr. Jeff Winslow? I am. Dude, I've been ready. <laughs> We've been doing this for 15 minutes. Now the people are like, just fucking get to your list. Like, we've already turned it off now. <laughs> it took <Yeah>. too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're listening to Chris Westfall's episode last week. They're like, these guys suck. We're just going to listen to the Master of the Lion outro. That was solid. I had fun mixing that. It was cool. The winner of the two closest set lists gets a little on podcast for all swag and some special prizes from the Metallica store. Are you ready? I am ready. Shane Obershaw's Dream No More set list. Jeff, it takes place at the Sports Palace in Mexico City. Wow. From my entire childhood growing up on the three-disc live shit binge and purge set, the Mexico City crowd is one you cannot deny and cannot fuck with. And one day I will go to Mexico City to see a show. I will agree with you on that one. As Jason Car- Jason Garkowski said from um, Dyer's Cleave, he went there just so he could say, Mexico City, muy fucking bien. <laughs> <laughs> and you will do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want some specifics about this show that I'm dreaming about? Oh, yeah. Every detail you got. Let's see what you got, man. Doors open at 8. Metallica takes over at 9.30. There is a curfew of 11.55 p.m. Metallica at 9.30 with curfew of 11.55, you said? Yes, sir. Wow. You're writing this down, aren't you? Of course I am. As you enter the Sports Palace of Mexico City, you will see the poor, touring me, cunning stunts stage in its entirety. Wow, yes. As you look at one side of the stage, you will see the 96, 97, 98 Silver Sparkle Thomas Star Classic as a drum kit. Yes. So the matching drum kit on the opening, I, I'm going to refer to what they called those two stages. There was an A stage and a B stage. And the B stage, yep. Yep. So on the A stage where you see him come out with the house lights on, that drum kit is on that side of the stage. I love it, dude. Yes, the silver kit. There you go. Um, What else would you like to know so far? Anything you're willing to share. I'm already having a good time. This is great. All right, cool. <laughs> the house lights are not on when they come out. It is a full Ecstasy of Gold intro with the lights down, and you don't see them walk out until the tape starts. Uh, house song? Uh, doesn't matter. I thought about ACDC, but right. I have a 9.30 to 11.55 curfew and have to fit this all in, so ACDC steps aside. So ecstasy, all right. It can be any house song, but it is ecstasy with uh, house lights down. Good. This should come to no surprise to you or any of our guests 
that the opening song is Bread Fan. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Insert game show winning buzzer. Insert a wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Bread Fan is the opener. If you've listened to in Podcast for All from the start, everyone, you know how much um, that is a powerful kick you in the balls out of the gate song as an opener, as they did a ton in the 90s. As the downbeat to Bread Fan kicks in, there is a concussion pyro going off like they did in the 90s. Yes, okay, I like that. You will like this part better. I know you don't like opening with Bread Fan, but you like the song. I do love the song. Um, kicking things off in Bread Fan, James is using the black fuck em up ESP Explorer. Coming out strong, man. That's song number one. Are we, are we doing okay so far? We're doing all right. With that guitar, that song, it can be the opener. <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, song number two. As Breadfan hangs, it, uh, Breadfan hangs into the second song. Yep. The banter is, are you fucking ready? We're ready, my friends. That should be familiar from the Mexico City banter. Yep. As they're hanging that, Lars's drum tech, Jimmy Clark, hops up real quick with a ride symbol that replaces the china. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm picturing it. I know you're going to say, "Well, didn't the sparkle kit have a ride on it?" It did, but I'm thinking of like a current situation where the china would swap out with the ride. Correct. Okay. Song number 2, The Four Horsemen. Full version. Full version. You know, it's funny. As soon as you said ride symbol, that was <laughs> that was my guess. I was like, I wonder if it's going to be Horseman. Full version. That's what I'm talking about, man. Full version of Horse. I saw the full version of Horse at the Fillmore, and it's so amazing. You, I don't know why you don't play it all. Yeah, I don't know why they went either. That middle solo section is so good. Now I have to pull a clip up here for you and pull you a sample. Uh, the full version of the full, the full version of the full horseman, hangs, hangs, into Halo on Fire. Halo third in the set. Wow. And this is what the transition will sound like. Yes. Okay, I can I can fucks with that. <laughs> All right, bread fan horse halo cut off. Cut off. I was wondering. I was like, is there going to be a cut off soon? Yes, sir. Cuts off, and the uh, the kind of welcome to the show banter is some of the banter he used in World Magnetic because they used to open it with Life and Line. Yeah, and James would say, tonight we're going to play some new shit. And we're going to play some old shit. And then they'd kick it into the song. I remember that. After he says that, Eye of the Beholder. Oh, Lars is happy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we know now, he's not happy. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Eye of the Beholder. Uh, James is using the Wolf to Man Explorer. 
And Kirk is playing the black Ouija that is now actually up for auction. I just saw. I just saw that too. It's they they're estimating that it's going to fetch anywhere from two hundred to three hundred and twenty-five thousand. So sell that home you just bought <laughs> in Spring Lake Park and buy the Ouija. Yeah, <laughs> the original, the one that's played on the most iconic that. record yeah. ever. That's crazy. That's so crazy. I saw on the back of that he signed it and said, "This has been on load, reload, garage, S and M." It's like, boy. That is the axe. Even the Black Album. Mm-hmm. All right, Eye of the Beholder. Um, Eye of the Beholder cuts off. In the intro tape for Frayed Ends of Sanity starts. All right. Frayed Ends tape. Yes. So, real quick, I'm assuming that we're talking modern... Modern Metallica is playing this set. Uh, yes, you know, there was places where I thought Jason and Rob would maybe switch off, but it's it's pretty modern-day Metallica. Cool, cool. That's how I put mine together, too. Okay. Great question. The Freight Ends of Sanity is played, and uh, this time Rob is using the tribal Aztec bass. Love it. The Aztec. Is that the one? The Tobias. Is that the one his wife drew on? Is that her artwork on that one? Yes, and then they carved it out. And the, Yeah, yep. 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 Love that, it. That thing is amazing. Okay, Freight Ends of Sanity ends, and the intro tape to one <laughs> begins. Wow, we're actually getting one. Why, why don't did you get decide? A, don't get ahead of yourself now. There's a twist. Uh-oh. The one intro and pyro from Through the Never is happening. Okay. Which is something I got the witness with Pizzle in Edmonton and Vancouver, and it's the best version of the one intro war scene ever, and it will never be topped. So assuming that you could see that again, it makes it worth it just to have that song in there. I didn't see it enough, but the intro to the one through the never version is what I'm talking about. Okay. There is a small issue with Hetfield's Bigsby Les Paul. (laughs) Does it start on fire? The Bigsby Les Paul is having technical issues as he's trying to play the intro to one. So they don't play one. Lars says fuck it and he kicks in to the intro beat of Killing Time. Me. Whoa, whoa, wow, that okay, okay, that's not what I expected. James's clean tone or that fucking Bigsby that I don't like isn't <laughs> working well, so Lars takes it upon himself to play the beat to Killing Time, and the band plays the entire version of Killing Time instead of one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Oh my gosh, this is this is great. Okay, this is better than what I thought it was gonna be. That's I love it. You were scared I was going to say one. I was like, wow, really? Like, like, what, dude? <laughs> I, I mean, like, I know that you like that song, and we all like that song, but this is the Dream yeah. No More set. The band's named after it. It should be a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. During Killing Time, Hetfield is playing the Diamond Plate Chrome Explorer. Not the black one, the Chrome Diamond Plate. Yep, from, like, 2000? Yes, Exactly. 
This will shock you. Kurt. Uh, Kurt. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Hopefully, Blabbermouth reports what I just said. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> I'm getting so excited. I can't even read my notes. It's like fucking chicken scratch on this legal pad. Kirk. <laughs> Kirk, this will shock you, is playing the Fender white Strat with the Fender lace pickups. Wow, I didn't think you'd put a Fender on your Metallica stage. That's the only Strat that Kirk plays that I like is that all white one, which is very familiar with everyone that's what he plays in unforgiven on the san diego videos yes it is love that guitar uh killing time instead of one i figured everyone could appreciate that yeah because with the bigsby not working they were just killing time the bigsby is such a pile of shit that there's very big issues with it and it should never be played again so that's why they went into killing time i'm so glad you mentioned that guitar God, I hope that's not on yours. Uh, Killing Time hangs into a song that has a tape, but we're not going to use the tape. All right. Are so you ready for that sample? You're just going to play the song. I'm going to play this. how Killing Time hangs into this next song. Yes, all right. That's what I meant, like you're going to play the sample. Yep, here we go. All right. That that's a fucking awesome hang. Hell yeah, dude. Hell Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That deserves a golf clap. Big golf clap. <laughs> the struggle within with no tape. One of my favorite Metallica songs of all time. I know that's a We've good. We've had a lot of discussion about struggle on this show as well. It's funny you say that song. The struggle within comes to a cutoff. It is now time for the B stage to come alive. So there's a cutoff, and B stage is lit up now. Yep. So just to recap, Breadfan, Horse, Halo, Eye the Beholder, Frayed, Killing Time, Struggle Within so far. Got it. Oh, you're taking notes too. Yep. The B stage comes alive. And it's not lit up yet because we're going to go into the bass doodle section of the show. Okay, a bass doodle. But as the B section is getting prepped while the bass doodle is going on, you can see Lars's white black album kit come up from the other riser. But it's the 94-95 setup where he only has the two rack toms. Yep, two rack toms. Yep. I like it. So 94, 95, black elm kit, black hardware, white shells, but only two racks and two floors. I like it. So for you, this bass doodle, while that kit is getting set up, is it any specific bass doodle, or is it just he's just improv in it? Oh, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it is the exact intro that Jason plays on Cunning Stunts. Okay. Okay. Followed by followed by a couple volume swells that sound like Fixer. Only in the bass doodle. We don't play Fixer tonight. Okay. 
followed by an extended better version of My Friend of Misery, the bass version. So, just a doodle of My Friend of Misery or the whole song? Of nope, me? doodle. Just doodle, okay. Very similar to Cunning Stunts. Gotcha. But no sanitarium, no nothing else, and there's some fixer swells in there. Cool. I like it. That goes into the Call of Cthulhu full version. Wow. Throwing mm-hmm. an instrumental in there, Pizzle. Rob is playing that Warwick five-string that is kind of a silver-gray charcoal body. Yes. But underneath the strings, it's red. Yep, I know which one you're talking about. Love that one. I wish I knew what it was called better than I do, but that's the best I can explain it. I would have... Like exp- a charcoal smoke kind of gray. Yeah, I feel like I would have explained it pretty similar. <laughs> red red body underneath just where the strings are. That's all right. For all of you people who know the exact name of it, send your hate mail to us. Yeah, I'm not even sure what it is. <laughs> Later on in this set list, I have another question because I did extensive research and could not find the answer. Hopefully somebody can chime in. Cool. All right, the Call of Cthulhu is taking place on that B stage with Lars's uh, 9495 white kit. Call of Cthulhu hangs into Until It Sleeps. Yes, dude. I'm so glad you put that song in there. That is a monumental song, and it um, it doesn't get played enough. It's funny how I've gone through half the set, and I haven't explained what songs mean to me, but Until It Sleeps was like a monumental song in the mid-90s for me. That's awesome, dude. Sleeps kind of, it doesn't cut off, but it kind of kind of fades away when they kind of turn their volumes down and the stage lights kind of go down. Yep. A spotlight comes on Kirk, and it's time for the Kirk Doodle. K.H. Doodle. Which one is he doing tonight? Inspector Gadget? (laughs) Deep Purple? Little Wing? (laughs) You're scaring me. Uh Uh-oh. My notes right here say Inspector Gadget and Little Wing Jam. Yes, dude. Unbelievable. Yes, Yes, the gadget. Dude, Inspector Gadget doesn't surprise me, but how would you know I was going to have the Little Wing Jam? Because it's uh, Seattle. I I love that solo. Let's face it, that Seattle solo when he does that Little Wing Jam is just amazing. Yes, it is. There's a lot going on during this doodle, so try to stay with me here. All right. He is playing the doodle with the wave caster. Ooh, I'm so glad that makes an appearance. But there is new fluid in the wave caster. Oh, God, is it piss? (laughs) (laughs) I can't confirm that it's piss, but instead of the blue turquoise that we've seen for the entire wave caster's life, it is now yellow fluid. It's lemonade, guys. I hate to break it to you. Kirk gets thirsty. Inspector Gadget Doodle, Little Wing Jam. As this is going on, on the other side of the stage, there are some roadies setting up a talk box setup. I like where this is going. Okay. This doodle lasts about four or five minutes. The talk box on the other side of the stage is being set up because they go into the house that Jack built. Wow. We haven't Mm -hmm. had that one yet, have we? We actually have. 
Oh, we have had. It's only been once, though, right? Uh, Jeff Wright from L.A., the radio DJ from college. All right. I I, th- I knew if it was either we didn't have it or it was very limit- <coughs> limited. <coughs> Excuse me. He's blowing you away so much you're just choking. Yep, I'm scared to, to go on now. I don't know how I'm going to follow this. There's some detail with the house that Jack built. In the... I should say on the World Magnetic Tour, when they started playing All Nightmare Long, this is when James's new Sure 55 Chrome vocal mic was being used on stage. There's a part in Nightmare where they came to a cutoff, Mm -hmm. and the only light that was on the stage during that cutoff was this very small white LED light inside that mic, Mm -hmm. and James's face was right up to it. And I thought it was one of the coolest effects ever. So during the talk box part of the house that Jack built, that light is on in that mic. That's cool. Thank you. I like it. Now my question I have for the rest of the Metallica world, and you might have some deja vu because I secretly asked the band this a couple weeks ago, is it Kirk or James using the talk box on the house that Jack built? Remember when I asked you that? Yeah, I do. And I think we got different answers from different members, right? Didn't Pizzle, we did. didn't Pizzle say it was Kirk and James, or Chris said it was James? And I honestly don't know who it is. I'm going to go with James for some reason that I saw him in a lot of that Mission Metallica videos ask about talk boxes when they were recording Magnetic. Yep. I don't know, though. It's a great question. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know that answer. That's why I didn't chime in, because I didn't know for sure. So that explains why Kirk is doodling so they can set up the talk box for the house that Jack built with the little white LED light so are we, in the mic. are we going to go with that James is doing it for your show? I think so. Sounds good. Cool. The house that Jack built finishes up into a song that has a tape, but again, we're not using the tape. So hang into a tape song without a tape. Uh, I'm just going to tell you straight up. The house that Jack built fucking hangs into Fight Fire with Fire. Ooh. you got to bring it up a little bit. Yeah, you're definitely turning it up. So we've had Cthulhu, Sleeps, Doodle, House. Now it's time to really fire it up. Amp it up. Yep. Uh, James is using his original white Flying V. Yes, the, uh, the Electra. You are correct. I think that's what it was. There's a concussion pyro, like in Cutting Stunts, mm-hmm. and they are a lot of flames like they've used in later years, like on the Hardwired Tour. Man, with you've got... A, every time they say fire. You've got a lot of fire and pyro in your show. I do. It adds a lot. It definitely does. I've always been a fan of it. A little thing that's different about Fight Fire, and I might get some hate mail for this... <laughs> Jason's vocals are on a tape and are piped in during the laugh, during the gods are laughing, because I can't stand Rob's laugh. (laughs) Like I said, he sounds like a fucking ninja when he does it. It's all right. We love Rob, but that part is just not the best. Love Rob, but after you've seen Jason do the gods are laughing (sighs) part, and then you hear Rob, I was like, "Um, uh, I'm not digging that dude. (laughs) Like, uh, just... <sighs> How do you like that, Apples? 
That's a good one. How many songs are we at now? Wow. I have 19 tonight. Oh, me too. <laughs> but remember, I had a curfew. And oh, I can explain man. all of this. Okay. Fight Fire comes to a complete cutoff. Creeping Death. Are we... So is it just counting right in? Or are we doing a little one, two, three, four? Um... I like how you brought that up. I didn't think of that, but you'll be happy to know that I want the short intro, like in the late '90s. Cunning intro, yes. So dun 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 dun. I like the cunning intro. Creep on the downbeat when they all kick in. Also has a concussion pyro. Creep hangs it going into a very popular. It's funny how Creeping Death was chosen nine times out of 16 weeks, and here I am picking it for mine. It is funny. You can't fuck with Creeping Death. No, you can't. Creep hangs into a song that's only been played once, To Live Is To Die. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Another instrumental. Look at you. Good for you, man. Well, how many instrumentals do I have? It's not that many. That's your second one. Yeah, Cthulhu was the first. That's a lot for one set. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kirk is playing the Tom Anderson bowling ball guitar. That's that right there. I can go home after that. Right. I knew you'd appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Not to rub it in. I've played that actual guitar. Yeah, I know. I'm a little jealous. I'm an asshole. <laughs> To Live Is To Die full version, all nine minutes and I believe 48 seconds of it, hangs into a long tune called Master Tarium. Wow. Going with the, the medley there. No one picked that this year, this season, and it actually shocks me. Yeah, I, I, totally, could, I, I could thought that. that would be like two or three times. We never heard it. Say it. We never heard it once. Master Tarium cut off. Unforgiven two. Yeah, a boy. Guess what guitar Mr. Hetfield's playing? Please be B Bender. Fender Telly B Bender. Yes, yes. I'm so glad that's making its re debut. <laughs> I'm not a Telly fan, but I like. The B Bender for all Unforgiven Two purposes. You gotta hear it. It's just part of that. Unforgiven Two hangs into the song I've been chasing to hear live my entire life and still haven't heard it. Trapped under ice. You are correct. And Kirk is using the Bride of Frankenstein axe. Is James still using the B Bender? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trapped. (laughs) (laughs) Bride of Frankenstein has gone away for many years, and I hope it comes back because it's one of my favorite Kirk guitars. I do like that one a lot. Trapped cuts off, and we go into Bleeding Me. I was wondering if that one was going to make an appearance in your set. 
Hetfield, Ken Lawrence. Ken Lawrence. Kirk, Black, Custom, Les Paul. On with the LPC, huh? Amazing. Bleeding hangs into our favorite cover song picked by everyone else this season, Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg, there we go. At the end of Blitzkrieg, Lars stands up from his kit and goes over to a vocal mic and says, I fucked up in one place. (laughs) 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 Fucking classic. I love it. Keep in mind, this is song number 18, so it's second to the last song of the night. So we're cut off, and then it's the last song. Uh, We have one more song after Blitz. All right. Okay. What are you closing so, the night out with, man? Wow, we've got... The, hang on. There's more to this Blitzkrieg thing. He says... <laughs> After that, he says some of my favorite banter of all time. Same time next year. From SNM1. Classic. Same time next year. That's how the set wraps up, and we have... <clears throat> excuse me. An encore. One encore to close the night out with. It's not Stone Cold, is it? <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell you what song it is or what equipment they're using first, because it, it's it's so fucking cool, dude. Let's let's go equipment then. Rob, flamethrower base. Kirk, mummy. Yes. Lars is still on the white kit, but there's a catch. He's you. <laughs> He is using his 1992 wooden regal tip sticks with the green tennis racket grip tape. Oh, so we're like (laughs) Justice era, huh? Uh, Justice or Black Album, but I had to bring the classic regal tip green tennis grip tape back. One song, here we go. (laughs) Um, This will probably give it away to you. So the encore for the night... James starts the opening riff with the one and only Eat Fuck into Blackened. Wow. Closing the night with Blackened. No surprise there, though. And there you go. I should say it's surprising that you're closing it out, but it's not a surprise that that song. I was, I mean, favorite song, and it hadn't made an appearance yet. Thank you. Good night. As I added this up, there's about seven minutes worth of banter and intro tape, two minutes of encore time with the dark stage, with a total running time of two hours, 25 minutes. You went on at 9.30, and you're off exactly at 11.55. Thank you fucking good night. Jesus, you have that set up as if it was their fucking, <laughs> like, exactly how it would be. Like, here you go. Here's your schedule. Bam, 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 bam to the fucking G5. Here we go. Mexico City, movie fucking bien. <laughs> so to recap, Sports Palace, Mexico City. This is so fucking fun. That was awesome. You said Doors at 8, Talica at 9.30, Curfew 11.55. Yes. Ecstasy, Breadfan, Four Horse, Full Version, yep. Halo, Cutoff, mm-hmm. I, Freight Ends with a Tape, Yep. One intro tape into Killing Time. Yep. Hangs into Struggle. No tape. No tape. Cut off. B-Sage lights up. Bass Doodle, which is 
a bit of cunning doodle fixer misery base version with all of that kind of combined yep into cthulhu mm-hmm. until it sleeps kh oh, yeah. doodle the inspector gadget little wing doodle you called that that is unfucking believable <laughs> house that jack built into fight fire no intro tape cut off Correct. creep with cunning short intro to live is to die master terium cut off unforgiven two trapped cut off bleeding blitzkrieg cut off and closing the night out with the almighty fucking blackened my favorite song of all time oh dude my palms are sweaty just thinking about that set i made the curfew by about 10 seconds and we're off to the airport in the golf stream and it's been fun bud whoo Real quick, our little interlude before we jump into my set list. I have a little surprise for you. (laughs) Did you think that we were going to do an episode and not have an voting for all? Wow. So guess what? You get to be the voting for all today. Wow. So what we're going to do is I kind of... I seriously thought you were going to break out a guitar and just like play for the next 45 minutes and go, dude, I'm going to riff every song on here and go... I tailored this one specifically with a telly. to you. Yeah, with a telly. <laughs> I tailored this in voting for all specifically to you. Wow. So tonight on in voting for all, we are doing the battle of the closing tracks for you. Wow. The struggle within versus spit out the bone. I feel like all our special guests, and now I know what the spotlight feels like when it's just thrown upon you. It's thrown upon you, and you actually got to think about it. So this is the closer, just like I closed with Black and the last one. No, like album closer. That's why I picked Spit and Struggle. Okay, so not live. Yes. Okay. Because um, it's funny Ooh. because both of those songs have kind of the same view in your eyes that they should be earlier in the CD because they would get a lot more attention. But both of them are album closers. Yes. Both of them are heavy hitting songs. I've mentioned that many times. If they were more... In the front of the record, they'd be a lot more popular. Um, dude, that is fucking hard. And we're going off the record, not live. Listen to all this dead air. That's ah, all right. It'll be edited. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Dude, this is tough. That's harder than last week's Unforgiven 1 versus Unforgiven 2. Well, it's because you look at both songs, I know, especially for you, it's like you got one song that's off a very legendary album, but then you've got a song but, that's off, you know, their most current record that really has made a big impact in the Metallica world. Here's why this is tough. Struggle with, people are gonna think I'm nuts, but I've said it before. Struggle Within is my favorite song on the Black Album. But I, the more. Every day goes by, Spit Out the Bone is, I think, the best track on Hardwired. So it's like they're perfectly matched up for this. Dude, this is tough. I told you, I tailored it specifically to you. (laughs) This might shock people, but I'm going to go with uh, Spit Out the Bone. Spit Out the Bone. Wow, that definitely, I would have put all the money I had saying that you would have picked Struggle. I'm thinking of just total song. Like the entire package, thinking from start to finish, how it's written, solos, vocals, tempos, all around, kick you in the teeth. 
And I seriously, as much as I love Struggle... It, dude, Struggle is just on my Dream No More set list and Spit wasn't. Right. <laughs> but all around, I seriously got to go with Spit. Okay. I like the way you put that together and like it, it makes sense. That was tough. You know, and for everybody that knows me, that knows that the Black Album is most definitely not my favorite Metallica record, I will have to go with Struggle, to, to be honest. I love Spit, but... I would have to choose struggle between those two. There's just something about the way that that little, you know, harmony, you know, guitar intro with the marching drums, oh, dude, you know, into the just, you know, it's just. But again, two very powerful closing songs. I'm gonna say something real quick. I've been very lucky to hear struggle within live. Mm-hmm. Spit out the bone is a lot better live song than struggle. Okay, I could see that. Struggle is not impressive the way they played it live when they did. I was ecstatic and going nuts when they did, but when you watch it on YouTube and listen to the... When you listen to it side by side with, yeah, with Spit. Yeah, it doesn't have that record. It doesn't. It's not in the pocket. Fair enough. It's just, it feels uncomfortable to them. It's, it's, it's rushed. It's, it's just not solid. There you have it, folks. Shane has picked Spit Out the Bone. This is the part where you get to say, Vote it opens on Thursday, closes Thursday nights, results Friday. Did you guys <laughs> hear that? What he said. <laughs> All right. So now. Dude, this is amazing. Now that we have gotten through your Dream No More set list, I got to try and get through mine here because, man, we've been going on quite some time here. But you know what? Fuck it. Our episodes always end up longer than everyone else everyone's been waiting for this this is all good now i have a surprise for you all right in my iphone i have predicted what i think you're gonna say tonight (laughs) (laughs) do you want to say it real quick before and just we'll, we'll just see nope i'm gonna show you on my phone where it is and then you're gonna be like wow he's not fucking around that was for real i'm gonna show you the very bottom of my screen okay all right it says Jeff's prediction. Yep. You see that? Yep. And real quick, there's a list of songs, okay? <laughs> you saw that? I, I saw a couple on there. Okay. I have 18 of what I'm predicting you're going to say, and at the end I want to see how close and how well I know you. Ooh, man. I <laughs> You might be disappointed. This is an interesting set. I like how we both had surprises to each other, like we're a fucking married couple. That's this set is it's going to take a few people by surprise, but I want to play this set someday so bad. (laughs) Something tells me there's going to be some detuned guitars. There is. And before I start this set list and you know what? Wow. This is going to probably take away some of the songs that you have on that list. I'm just going to tell you right now, not every album is counted for here. And in fact, neither was mine. Yeah, but you had songs missing from St. Anger. I have zero songs from Kill 'Em All and Master of Puppets. Um, legit. Are you okay? are you feeling okay? Legit, 100% zero songs from both albums. I'm surprised I had no Death Magnetic. Oh yeah, you didn't. I'm surprised about that too. No Magnetic and no Anger. Even I have Magnetic, bro, but no Puppets. <laughs> I I want to surprise you and put a smile on your face. My world almost made it. I actually kind of thought that it was going to. I was like, he might. You know what? You know, I actually like. Yeah, that song. I thought like, and I like playing it live. I was like, he might throw it in there. 
All right. But sorry. All right. So my set list, just total running time of music alone was an hour and 59 minutes. So I figured with banter. That's like today's two-hour show they do. Yep. And that's just the song. So I figured with banter, um, house song, intro tape. All of that, we're looking at just under two and a half hours, you know, probably two hours and 15 minutes, 220. I've been waiting to ask for 17 weeks what your venue is. Are you ready for this? All right. So starting off, my venue is the Red Rock Amphitheater in Jefferson County, Colorado. Wow. That's solid. I've always, I've always wanted to see a show at Red Rock and... Yes. For me, this is my dream set. That's my dream venue. So I, I do like that. We do have a house song, but it's not <laughs> it's, it's not bagpipes. Okay. We have Boys Are Back in Town. Ooh. Boys Are Back. Which they play when they only play in San Francisco. Which I know they're not in San Francisco, but hey. Who cares? When you're dreaming, you can get w- I love it. So Boys Are Back in Town into Ecstasy of Gold. Okay. Lights are down. Lights are down. And okay. we have, I'll tell you the guitars that they're going to come out with. I only did, I only <laughs> did James and Kirk. I didn't do Lars and Rob's no, no, stuff. No flamethrower Aztecs, bro? Rob's is whatever, and Lars is playing the Purple Sparkle, the whole kit. I am thinking this circa, like, okay. I'm going to see this show tomorrow, as in what they have right now. And for the most part, pretty much... All of the guitars I picked too reflected that as well. As much as I wanted to see some of like you know like the Wavecaster and stuff, I tried to keep it as what I would consider as current as possible. You just knew I was going to drain the blue fluid and get some urine. And get there. some urine, yeah. So it's funny what you said earlier because my first three songs, James is playing the Les Paul Bigsby. Oh my god! <laughs> and Kirk is coming out with. This is not a dream. This is a nightmare. <laughs> Kirk is coming out with the... I fucking hate that axe. Oh, you got three songs. Okay. Kirk is coming out with the Purple Sparkle. Love it. So, first song, Creeping Death. Wow, that surprises me. My favorite opener of all time. Keep in mind, Creeping Death is now at 11 on the season. (laughs) (laughs) We both had it. So I have three songs before a cutoff. So it goes creep into bitch. Wow. And I have a little sample to play you of how I hear it sounding. Okay. That surprises me. Oh, I like that. Dude. So I always, when I... That, dude, your banter and there's even solid. When I put that together, I was like, ooh, I was like, that is the perfect song. It's like, 
a nice straightforward. Now I, I want to go play that. Right? <laughs> it's like a nice straightforward transition, and bitch is just like a good driving song. You know, it's not too fast, but enough to where it just keeps the flow and the energy going. Every time I think of bitch now, I think of how much Doc Coil loves that song. Dude, it's a great song. It's so underrated. So creeping into bitch. So, uh, those are not on my Jeff Winslow <laughs> prediction list. <laughs> Creep into bitch. This is going to come as another surprise. Again, knowing me and how I feel about the Black Album, I picked a Black Album song. I thought you were going to say Ronnie. <laughs> bitch <laughs> goes into Wolf. Wow. And I have yet again another sample for how that one will sound. And then a cutoff after Wolf. After Wolf, yep. Okay. Dude. Dude, that's solid. So very little banter in the first three songs, just powerhouse after powerhouse. I love how you even have the banter on your tracks. I'm kinda kicking myself for not going that far now. <laughs> I had to I had to put together a bunch of live tracks and kind of splice them Dude, and put them together and they fit well though. Creep, bitch, wolf, cut off. Cut off. And now I'll take a break from a couple samples here for a while. So now we're gonna change guitars and for the first two songs here, <laughs> James is playing the vulture and Kirk is playing the Joker surf guitar. The, oh yeah, yeah, the one yeah. with the surfboard. Yeah, and like the Joker's right in the middle of the two pickups. Yep, gotcha. So two songs. We have. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. Off to the right of the stage, there are a couple risers set up that nobody knows why they're there. Just so you know. <laughs> so that's coming okay. up. Okay. So we have <laughs> Helen back. What? Yep. As the fourth song. Fourth song. Wow. You know, it's a song that, you know, usually they go for either like a heavy or maybe even like a ballad song somewhere around there. And I figured that song isn't, it's not super heavy, but it's not a ballad either. Helen Back hangs into I Disappear. That does not surprise me knowing you. So, of course, Helen Back ends on an E. They're holding, ringing it out, and James starts doing the, you know, and you have the hi hat going, goes into I Disappear. Around probably a minute left of I Disappear, maybe 45 seconds, a group of people start walking out to that riser. (laughs) And the group... Does this have something to do with the I Disappear music video? Not quite. It has something to do with two of the songs that are on the set list. I thought Tom Cruise was going to show up. (laughs) So what's set up on that, that riser is instruments for the jefferson county symphony orchestra oh wow so they are going to come out and they are going to play a couple songs with the boys tonight for the first song that they're playing as disappear ends they come out disappear kind of rings out and then the intro for human starts minus human yeah wow that's that's cool james is playing the satin purple les paul custom that he played on the new song back in 06 one of your favorites that you barely see, that right? That you never see, and Kirk is playing okay. the ESP Cage 3 Spider. Nice. 
Nice. So that's human. Cut off after that. Mm-hmm. Next songs, uh, we have James switching to the Grinch and Kirk switching to the Rhodes. So you can probably guess what's coming up next. Frantic. Close. Sane Anger. Oh, I thought it was going to be frantic. Sane Anger hangs into my... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is St. Anger still with the Jefferson County Symphony? No, no, no. At the end of Human, they walk off. Okay. So you hired them for five minutes. They, they'll they come back again. <laughs> oh, okay. They're playing two songs. <laughs> the way I saw it is this was probably like all of the students, and this is just they're not getting paid. This is like, hey, do you want the opportunity to go play You know, 15 minutes on stage with Metallica? It's going to be a lot of work, but you get to go on stage with them. Fuck yeah, I'll do it. No. <laughs> can't make it i got homework exactly so minus human and then saint anger the grinch and what was kirk using the roads i like that so obviously cut off after human and then as a detune yep saint anger into my world wow there it is yep so two saint anger tracks and then after after my world we have a tape and um James is switching to the KL Explorer, and Kirk is switching to the Caution Hot. Well, I like the Caution. So we got the Ken Lawrence and the Caution, and we have a tape okay. that goes into Justice. That does not surprise me one bit with you. And Justice goes into Sleeps. Dude, high five on the Sleeps, bro. Right? And I have a tape. Wow. I have a tape for that one. Wait a minute. A tape for sleeps? A tape for Justice into Sleeps. You're going to like this transition. Check this out, San Diego. Check this okay. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can't wait. Very smooth. Very smooth. So justice into sleeps. Wow. And then there's a... I still can't get over my role goes into justice too. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have time for them to switch guitars, bro. Gotta get those detunes off and get back to justice. Absolutely. So now we have a okay. cutoff after sleeps. Okay. And then we have James pulling out the camo snake bite and Kirk pulling out his ESP double cut, the red signature double cut. He usually uses that camo on Sad But True. Yes, or... But not tonight. Not tonight, but it is a detuned guitar. <laughs> oh, boy. Dream No More. Oh, yeah. Gotta have Dream No More on the Dream No More set list. We just talked about... I agree that... That's a heavy song. Spit out the bone on um, Hardwired, but if memory serves me correct, Dream is your favorite song on that record. It is, yep. Okay. So it's Dream No More, and then we have a cutoff, so it's just the one song and then cutoff. There's a lot of tunings tonight. There is, yeah. Yep. Okay. So now we go into a short tape, and it's just the horn intro into Unforgiven 2. Okay. So may I mind you both... 
James and Kirk have switched guitars from the camo and double cut to James with the black snake bite, and Kirk has pulled out Greeny. For Unforgiven 2? Kirk is pulling out... Un- yep, they're using these two guitars for the next three songs. Greeny and what was Hetfield's again? Uh, black snake bite. Just a, just just a black snake bite, yep. Okay, no B-Bender. Nope, nope, just... Yep. Okay. So we have... Un- the last three songs of yours four songs of yours don't surprise me <laughs> justice sleeps dream unforgiven too i feel like some of these coming up aren't going to surprise you either so we have unforgiven two and that hangs into escape <laughs> and that brings me to my last sample of the evening so you can hear what because okay obviously unforgiven two starts in a and then it ends on a g note and um, escape just so you're, happens to end on you're an talking a. to a drummer dude well for all the other people listening <laughs> AGA hey Pizzle what about that A note in Clover you always miss <laughs> <laughs> alright here's the sample Oh, dude. That was smooth, too. These are smooth transitions. That was the whole idea when I put this set together is I was... Dude, that is so smooth. I feel like I focused mostly on the transitions. That's what, like, I wanted the main focus to be. I like that. I really like that. So we have Escape, and that is going to... Because Escape ends in E. It starts in A but ends in E. So we have a long cut or a long hang with a big open E note as uh, the orchestra comes back out to do Outlaw Torn. Oh. <laughs> I had to have Outlaw with the orchestra. It's just a ha- I have to hear it. Even if it's not like a full orchestra, just like having something there just oh, it makes it so much better. So we really can't even say SNM one or two, just an orchestra at Red Rocks. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, not okay. the full San Francisco orchestra. Just you know, probably half of that of what they could fit. I love it. So then, after Outlaw, we have a cutoff. Okay. And now, it, and this should be song fifteen now. Yes. So. Okay. Now we're on to the cover section of the evening. Oh boy, bread fan! Here we go, baby. <laughs> James is bringing out the Ken Lawrence again, and now Kirk is bringing out the Purple Sparkle Ouija. Purple Ouija. Awesome. So we have Paige. No surprise there. No, that was in your top five from episode uno. That's correct. And Paige hangs into astronomy. Wow. (laughs) Wow, that's cool. And then astronomy... Because if you listen, of course we can't find any live footage of it because they never played nope. it. But it it, nope. it does the volume swell. It does the cutoff at the end. So we're just assuming okay. that it just is going to end with a big guitar feedback, almost like an Enter Sandman. And then we're just going to go into a four count right into It's Electric. I believe Nico also picked It's Electric. He did pick It's Electric. I love that it song. It must be a Kirk thing. You guys love playing it live. It's a very upbeat song, too, and I figured for a cover section, it's a perfect it's a song. song. After having Page and Astronomy that are slower songs, let's build it back up a little bit. 
It's a great song. So now we have a cutoff and another tape. You have two songs remaining if my Florida math is correct. Yes, that is correct. James is bringing out the white Iron Cross, and Kirk is bringing out the white zombie. The white zombie that's not white. Exactly, yes. (laughs) Okay. I thought you were going to say white Ouija. Nope, white zombie. Like, love it. All right, so we have a tape into That Was Just Your Life. Wow. Late in the set, I know, but I want to build it up because it's going to... With the heartbeat tape? Full tape. Full tape. Okay, full song. And then it's going to be, of course, a hang into the closing song, which is going to be an interesting one because people will be like, why would you pick this? Black. It's going to close the night out. They're going to close the night out with Fixer. What? Yep. (laughs) You're going to close the night out with volume swells? The reason why <laughs> the intro is not going to have the volume swells. It's just going to be the hang Aww. into the, dun, dun, the beat. Dun, dun. And the reason why is because wow. the song has, of course, everybody wants to hear it. It's, you know, and I kept thinking to myself, it doesn't always have to be this big, heavy song to close out the night. And if you think about it, the end. Okay, I'm sorry I closed with black. No, I, I, it's, it's not <laughs> even that that's, that's that. But if you think about it. The end of Fixer, like, you're getting this big monumental, like, just huge song that everybody's been dying to hear. And as you're getting ready, you know, to end the, end the night, they actually, you know, they go to the double time beat, which kind of brings the mood back up a little bit. outro speeds up yep and when i you know when i went back and was really listening to that song and i hear that i'm like i'm seeing this live i'm like the song you know you're thinking to yourself like you've had this like crazy just roller coaster of a night you have that was just your life which is this in your face chill it out a little bit but then it comes in with that double time there and it's just like all right you know it really kind of to me caps off the night and then of and then it closes with you know of course and that's it dude that's a good way to kind of just see like an arena of 19,000 people leaving or leaving Red Rocks I should say to that that's how that tempo comes up there I can totally see that yeah I just I feel like it's just you know it's a really I don't know what the word I'm looking for is it's just this grand master song you know what i mean and it's i just i feel like if it's good enough to close out an album it's good enough to close out the night it's funny you said close out an album because we're just talking about spit and struggle right and i think fixer's a great album closer i really do (sighs) one of the best man so i just wonder if we're ever going to hear it in our life i like just once please (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm gonna recap your set list Alrighty. Red Rocks, Boys Are Back in Town, Ecstasy of Gold, Creep, Bitch, Wolf, Helen Back, I Disappear, Minus Human with some Symphony Action, Saint Anger, My World, Justice for All, Until It Sleeps, Dream No More in Jeff's Dream No More set list, <laughs> Unforgiven 2, Escape, Symphony shows up again. Outlaw Torn. Turn the page. Astronomy. It's electric. Into the heartbeat tape of life. And 19,000 people go home happy. Singing. 
No more pins in me. <laughs> Love it, dude. With Fixer. Love it. Out of your 19, I predicted six of yours. It was, it's, it's. I thought I'd have more. That was unique, man. I love it. I re- like I said, I put in I put in some time in thinking about what I'd really want to see. And some of the songs I feel like were a surprise, and some of them were, oh, uh, that's obvious. <laughs> so I have some questions for you. Yes, sir. I am shocked that you did not pick Blackened. I'm now that I look at your list, I'm really shocked you didn't pick Dyer's Eve. <laughs> Because when I put this together, I literally went in with the mindset of what they would play mm-hmm. in 2021. And to be totally honest, I don't want to hear them play Dyer's Eve in 2021 because I don't think it would sound the way I want it to. Surprised you didn't say Scom or Unnamed Feeling as well because you love those. You know, Unnamed Feeling was in my world's place. And the reason why I got taken out is because... <laughs> The reason why I got taken out, honestly, is because it's not in the same tuning as Saint Anger. So there, it couldn't have been a smooth transaction or transition. They would have had okay. to switch guitars there, and I wanted it to be God, you seamless. Know those tuning so well, dude. Your yep. samples were rock solid. Those blew mine out of the water. Those were smooth as hell, man. Hey, they, I thought they both sounded good, man. Oh, so cool. Oh, we got to announce some winners. Yeah, I know my winner for sure. My my winner. I got to pull a cassette list real quick. You have a winner, and I have winners. Yeah, I have one winner to, to let everybody know. <sighs> there was only one person that came even close. Every single person from this season, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it was one, two, or three songs max. There was Really? Only, yep, there was only... Chris Jericho's was the least. He only had one <laughs> song the same as mine. Um, scum. <laughs> it was... Uh, I'm just teasing. What was it? It was... Justice Wolf. See now I don't I don't even remember looking through it. Probably creeping death. Yes, that's what it was. Creeping. Okay. Anyways, one person came close. Four songs. It was Shara from Pasadena, California. Shara's your winner. Yeah, he had six songs the same. He had wow. creep. Yeah, he had creep outlaw. Um, Dream No More, Astronomy, That's Life, right, yep. and Escape. Yes, he did. I think he was the only one this season that actually had Escape. Yep. It was weird that wasn't picked more often. So, yeah, six songs. It's crazy. Shara Mahmoodi from uh, L.A. Everyone else, not even close. The famous <laughs> $24,000 Zoom call with Metallica. Congrats to uh, Shara. He's getting some Apfa swag and some uh, Metallica store prizes. Golf clap. Golf clap, Shara. Well, Jeff, I'm going to be broke at the end of this week because I have a three-way tie. Ooh, is Shara one of them? <laughs> Can he you imagine twice? if he was? I know. Uh, he's not on here. A three-way tie. These right. three uh, gentlemen had six of my songs. Wow. Don't quote me on that. Five or six. Five or six, okay. You think after the legal pad I have of full notes, I would have that. It's either five or six. Um, episode one of this season, Adam D'Souza from New Adam. England. Uh, our second winner for Shane's Dream No More set list. Tommy Trinkkeller from LAX. Oh, okay. 
Nice job, Tommy. Good for him. I think he scored big with frayed ends and the two bass solos he had. Oh, right. I gave him one point for the bass solo for the bass doodle part of mine. Yeah, that's fair. It's part of the Adam D'Souza also had To Live Is To Die. And this really pains me to tell you who the third winner is because it almost sounds like it's rigged. Is it one of our bandmates? And I almost don't want to give him anything and just screw him on the prize, but I'm going to be fair and give one of our brothers a prize. Mr. Michael Presley. Of course, (laughs) because he likes free stuff. Yes, he does. Good job, Pizzle. He deserves a golf clap, too. Uh, Pizzle probably came in with To Live Is To Die and uh, Cthulhu. Wow. So congratulations, Adam, Mike, Tommy. You all tied uh, six songs of My Dream No More. And then add in Shara in there, and we have four winners for season three of and Podcast for All. Four winners and Podcast for All gear coming your way and uh, some special prizes getting mailed to you from the Metallica store, Metallica.com. We are I also- think we should just buy them the most expensive stuff in the store. Yeah. And then also ship it to them and send them the bill for it. Yeah, I say that's a good idea. Oh, that's oh, didn't fair. we tell you you gotta you gotta pay to play? Oh, you want the Kill Ride Puppets and Justice box set? It's all coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> Hope your credit card's ready. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I, God, this I, is fun, dude. I also wanted to say, you know, we had all four, uh, one the only tribute to Metallica band members on the show this season. Yes, and I think we had mentioned posting all four of our set lists amongst the social media sites and kind of letting okay. p- people decide maybe which one. And there's no guarantee because we're very limited on shows this year, but maybe we could try and have people decide which one they would like to see us play. And that's not saying that we're going to play it, but it would be interesting just to see what they would say. Oh, great. I have to learn St. Anger and Astronomy and Helen Back. <laughs> that's not that much work. That'd be fun. It'd be cool to post them and just kind of see what people think, you know, see what you guys think. If you uh, want to see one play some interesting shit. Maybe they'll say they have to play mine, and then you have to get the Wavecaster with some yellow fluid in it. I can piss in a Telecaster. I think you're capable of that. Speaking (laughs) of that, we've got like six or seven shows pending that we're going to announce soon. I think we're going to play them. I'm feeling pretty good about this summer. I am too. It's time to get back at it. Time to get back out on the road you know, play some shows, maybe get a couple tours in here, whatever we are capable of doing. Dude, before I forget, we're an hour and a half into this. As we close, we're closing out season three, man. It's been a blast. Have you heard or seen today the Sandman Van Halen Panama mashup? You know, I you take me in it earlier, and I was able to check it out before we started. I got to say, awesome. it's one of the best mashups I've ever heard. Good, I'm glad you agree. I, it's it's amazing. I think the verse is amazing, and I think the solo is even better. And it's funny because in the video he says, "Not to take away from Eddie's solo, much respect, but I just wanted to hear what Kirk's solo sounded like, and it sounds so good." Like the last two measures of that solo matchup it just mixes so well like it it was meant to be absolutely it mixes perfect with the notes that michael anthony is playing i love it and the exit light enter night is bouncing between that and the panama lyrics and whoever put that together 
well done. That was genius. so cool to check out. Absolutely Most of those genius. mashups you see are just kind of like, oh, yeah, that was cool, and I'll never see it again. Right. Every once in a while, you can come across one that's like, all right, that's cool. And that was definitely one that is to be remembered. Spot on. Yep. Absolutely. This afternoon, I listened to it probably five times. Yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to it again. It was good. Dude, season four, you ready? I am ready. You know, before we wrap this up, we just want to give a huge shout out to some of the sites like uh, Blabbermouth and Metal Hammer, Metal Injection, you know, all of these music media sites that have... Loudwire, Metal Sucks, Metal Injection. Yep, that have posted the stories not only about Phil, but Jericho and mentioned in Podcast for All. It's amazing the amount of feedback that we've gotten from it and just, you know, the increase in downloads it's been truly it's been a ride just the last couple of weeks so thank you to everybody last couple of weeks has been fun if you're just if you're just joining us in the last few uh we're looking forward to season four uh, a couple new sections yeah man we've got some new segments coming in season four uh we had a blast with the dream no more set list in season three but for season four we decided to change things up a little bit kind of in the same realm but we're going with your dream album this time. So basically, out of every song, cover song, jam, whatever, working title, whatever you want, you can put it on your own album. You can name the album what you want. You can album cover whatever you want. You can think of it as your own personal Metallica record. So Choose, I can call it And Justice for Lightning. If you wanted to, yeah. Or you could name it I after. I can call it Kill em Black. Hey, whatever song, working title, if you decided, hey, I've always wanted them oh, to have an oh, album Jeff, called. I've got it. I've got it. Re-Lulu. Re-Lulu load. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if you ever wanted, you know, like, hey, I think it would be cool for them to have an album called Fade to Black, you know, or whatever it may be. It can be your own personal album. You can think about who you want to produce it. You can think about, it can be eight songs, 10 songs, 13 songs. It could be a double disc. It could even be a greatest hits if you want, because Metallica has never put out a greatest hits. Good point. Um, it could be a live album. If you wanted to still, you know, kind of be on that borderline of the dream, no more live feel, but you know, we want to really give the fans and listeners and guests, you know, a chance to be interactive and creative with their own Metallica album. Master of Albums. Master of Albums. I love it, yes. Along with Master Albums in Season 4, jumping back into the fire with our trivia that we've had since day one, but instead of name that lyric, it's going to be finish that lyric. So I'm going to give you one. Chop your breakfast. On the mirror. Boom. You just want a ton of cocaine. Hey, it's almost like the segment should be called The End of the Line. The end of season three into season four. Dude, I'm looking forward to end of the line. That's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to everything that we have to offer for season four. We have some some big things shaping up for you guys, so it's going to be fun. Real quick, don't forget about when you and I are going to act like Beavis and Butthead on the couch, and we're actually going to sit down and run some commentary this season, maybe some cunning stunts, some Seattle 89. Maybe we'll just watch some just single videos. Yeah, you know, and if you guys, as we're doing some of these kind of, you know, commentary, uh, you know, walkthroughs, if you will, you know, as you're listening through the weeks, if you have ideas or songs that you'd like to hear us review or shows, please send it into in podcast for all at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your suggestions and do a little commentary over some good old Metallica live shit. 
I'm looking forward to the couch. I just thought of another one. Master of St. Anger. Master of St. Anger. And we get to pick the artwork. And podcastforall at gmail.com. You the fan, come on the show, drive the discussion, decide the topics. I will see you next week, dude. Uh, Season three has been fun. Thank you to everyone. Season four, next week. Good night from and podcast for all. See ya. See ya, brother.